Hello and welcome to Conversations, a podcast featuring stories about kindness and compassion and how one message, or story in this case, at just the right moment can change someone's entire day, outlook, or life. My name is Megan Murphy, your host and founder of the Kindness Rocks Project, a grassroots movement of many that can now be found in over 25 countries around the world. Hi there. I'm back with a previous guest, Roberta Cannon, who is my dear friend and a writer. And she has shared in the past some of the stories from the project. And she brought another story with us here today that I wanted to share with you. So Roberta, why don't you reintroduce yourself quickly and then go right into this amazing story that you want to share with everyone. Okay. Thank you, Megan. It's great to be here again. I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for about 47 years and I'm a freelance writer. I had an opportunity a few years ago to become a general assignments reporter for a newspaper where I took some time off from nursing. And so I've been able to write since then. And it's given me the opportunity to write all kinds of stories from wonderful closets to sewer systems to working with doctors and writing their stories. And so I'm really excited to talk about the stories that you get through your website. Yeah. And so Roberta has, I share a lot, many of the stories with her. She reaches out to some of the project members to interview them as a writer so that she can share their story and put it into powerful words. And the story that she's sharing today is really powerful. And I actually share the story when I go around and give talks both at schools and for corporations because it's so inspirational. So go ahead, Roberta. So I had the opportunity to talk to First Lieutenant, although he may be, have a different rank now, this was a couple of years ago, in the Army Nurse Corps. And he was originally a, a medic, and then he became an LPN. And then after 10 years in the Army, they sent him to school, and he now has his bachelor's degree in nursing. And then he was commissioned as an officer. His name is Joe, and he was deployed to Kuwait in 2017, 16 and 17. And he said the one thing about being in Kuwait and one of the camps that he was stationed at was Camp Bioring. And I apologize if I say it incorrectly, but he was there for a while, 2.5 hours or so north of Kuwait City, and it's a main hospital. And um, so he was stationed there, I think, for about seven months. And he said the interesting thing about Kuwait, and, and we can just imagine because none of us have been there probably, or very few of us, is that it is flat, it is all brown, has palm trees, and no greenery. He was in the medical part of the army and stationed at a hospital. They serviced many of the uh, servicemen and women who were stationed over there, obviously. And so he said that he was thinking about this one day and their goal was to help the soldiers adapt. And also there had been a big push for mental health and behavioral health wellness to promote that. So they wanted to turn their clinic not only into a place where soldiers would come to meet, have their medical needs met, but also a place they could come and see something colorful or different than the surroundings. So this is where the positivity and then the wide range of social media comes in. Because what he decided to do, and he said this was not his idea, someone else talked about it, was to start a rock garden. And the initial plan was to write family and friends and ask them for painted rocks to add color to the uh, landscape. And so he said, wow, this sounds like a great idea. Our parents could send us paints. We could paint rocks here. This would be wonderful. So he said he put it on his Facebook page, which was private at the time. 
he decided to ask family and friends on his private Facebook page if they would send some rocks and then also some paint so that they could sit down and do that together. So he said to me, I said, ma'am, I had no idea what this was going to bring basically because a friend of his from nursing school had said, why don't you make this public so more people can send you rocks and paints? So he said, I said, sure. So he said he posted it in public and went to bed. And Kuwait is eight hours ahead of the United States. He told me, when I woke up the next morning to a firestorm on Facebook, hundreds of inbox messages, multiple friend requests, messages from radio stations and newspaper outlets. And I immediately freaked out and deleted the Facebook request with my address in the title. But it was too late because a handful of people, as always, had taken screenshots and shared them. I had no idea there were rock groups in the United States. I had no idea there were rock groups that painted rocks who hid rocks. And that's how I learned about the Kindness Rocks Project. So he said it took about a week. They started getting boxes. And he said at the high point, he told me they were getting 40 boxes a day of painted rocks. He said they opened them all. They were decorated. And he said the best part was that they all, all these soldiers came together and created this garden and how much they enjoyed putting the rocks out with all the messages. He said they enjoyed getting the boxes. They enjoyed putting the rocks out. He said, I never posted anything again after that. But from that day on, people were still sharing the posts and they still were getting the rocks even after he left. Yeah, well, I have to share with you, still today on social media, people will reach out to me with his post from how many years ago was that? Uh, It was two years ago. Yeah, and they say, oh, we need to send rocks here. And I'm like, no, that's an old (laughs) post. That's the problem with social media, right? Like something stays forever. Well, it wasn't dated either. So he said it just keeps going. So so he said halfway into his nine-month deployment, he was rotated to Camp Arishan, which is their main hospital in Kuwait. And the hospital commander said, told him that he liked the ride garden so much that he had done at the other camp, would he have to start another one? Wow. So they did too. This one was outside the main hospital. And he said that there was one point where he got 42 boxes in a day. He said the talent was varied. There were artists, kindergarten classes, had painted rocks. He said it was so awesome to see how willing and how excited people were to send them painted rocks. And um, he said there wasn't a day that didn't go by when someone didn't comment or there wasn't a comment or someone stopped to take pictures when they went outside. There were people walking around the garden pointing out rocks that were from their state. They would recognize sports teams. We love you. It wasn't over the top, he said, but it was awesome to be reminded of home during the day. He said, Kuwait is not a combat, no imminent danger, but you're doing the same thing every day. You're away from your family and it's in the Middle East. You can tell people really enjoyed these rocks. He said, we wouldn't have changed a thing. They received thousands of them. And he said, they've continued to come. And he still gets, (laughs) he said, he still gets random messages asking if he wants rocks. The unfortunate thing is they had to leave them there because they couldn't bring them home. But he said it raised the morale of the male people who got the boxes. He said he would drop off boxes at the far- to the pharmacy tech and they would open them. He said the mailroom be- began to kid him about all the rocks. His mother is a school teacher and her classroom painted rocks and sent them. He said this one lady who painted some rocks was a phenomenal artist. She painted a cat rock in the garden, and it was one of his favorites. So he said, I can't believe there is this whole secret world of rock groups. <laughs> um, he said some of the groups had 40,000 members. One of the posts he got was Erie Rocks in Pennsylvania. They have 50,000 members. He said, we loved everything about it. 
And it not only gave us something to do and took our minds off the situations we were in, but it was a sweet reminder of home, a sweet reminder that people still cared and knew we were over there. And it was really a focal point towards the end. If you had to come to the hospital, the garden was at the entrance. So he said that he tried to reach out to as many rock groups as he could to thank everyone who sent the rocks. But he wanted us to make a point that when I did the story that I would thank everyone for him for sending the rocks to them. That's amazing. We will have the photo of Lieutenant Hargrave up on the website so you can go over and check that out because it's pretty amazing to see that image. And I think it would be great to interview him. Yeah, so I will definitely reach out to him um, so he can share in his own words as well. But it's so interesting because when I received those photos from over there on my end, it really came at the right moment because I was having difficulty trying to figure out why I was continuing this project and spending all the time in doing it. And, you know, sometimes you do it just because it makes you feel good, which is why I started personally as as a hobby. And then when it became the Kindness Rocks project and something so much bigger and over a hundred thousand followers of the project, it became a great responsibility. So it became something else. And I was always trying to think of ways as I am today, as we're doing a podcast now of like, what's the greatest impact? How can we reach as many people with the message of love and kindness? And sometimes I lose my way. Mm. Well, I, I, I think it's easy to do because we get so involved in the work that we do when we're giving and compassionate like you are and caring about other people and sharing kindness it's very easily, the, the world can become a very negative place very quickly. But I think also is that we've talked about this being in the work that we do or that you do at this point, you don't see all of the effects from the ripples that you start when you put one rock in the water. You know, whenever we throw a rock in the water, yeah, we're putting a rock down on a beach or at a sidewalk or a grocery store or somebody's backyard or whatever. We have no idea the ripple effect that that will have. And I think that's why these stories and these podcasts are going to be so wonderful to share these stories with people, because not only does it let others know how important this project is to so many people around the world, but how important it is for you to know how it affects everyone personally. For you to be able to interact with people one-on-one and they tell you how this goes and what it's done for them. And we, we have no idea. These rock groups that sent all of these thousands of rocks to Kuwait affected all these servicemen and women who took all of that information home with them. And it made them feel really good. And, you know, that's what's wonderful about this project is that you can spread so much kindness throughout the world just by paying it forward with with a rock. It doesn't cost anything to do. It brings families together. It brings people together. And we hear that over and over, how it's brought people together. Yeah, the rock is just a symbol for a greater message of caring for one another and showing that you care for others. And the rock is a catalyst to a larger conversation and conversation. And so how can we let others know that we care about them and that we're listening and, and let them know that they matter? Right now, mental health is in the, in the forefront of hopefully our government is going to be making strides. You know, we spend so much money in the medical profession for treating our bodies and diagnosing those illnesses, but mental illness is something that needs the attention. We need to end the stigma. And that's what I've dedicated this 2022 to kind of bring awareness that 
through kindness and through art therapy, you know, with creating the rocks and through compassion and, and also just sharing messages to reach out and check on people that you're concerned about. The project has grown into something so much more. Mm-hmm. Or even if, it, and the other thing I just thought of is that if you care for someone and, and maybe they're not open to talk to you about anything, maybe if they're your next door neighbor, just leaving a rock with a message on their front door. Yeah, actually there's a, yeah, it's funny. There's a, um, I volunteer for Flower Angels USA, which is a nonprofit here where I live. And there's a 90 year old woman that also volunteers and she hadn't been in in a while. And I was worried about her and she finally came back and she said, thank you so much. And I said, for what? And she said, did you leave me that rock on my front doorstep? And I said, no, tell me about it. And she said, well, you know, someone came and they, they rang my doorbell and they left a bouquet of flowers and a, and a rock, a painted rock. So I was sure that was you. Uh-huh. And I said, no, that was somebody else who also cared about you. Yeah. It can be as simple as that, a bouquet of flowers and a rock just to let someone know you're thinking of them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kindness can be expressed in so many ways. Yes. Yes, it can. And a lot of times it's just asking someone how they are. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes all you have to do is say, how are you today? Right. Gee, thank you for thinking of me. I'm doing well or I'm not doing so well today. And they don't even have to tell you what's going on. It's just the question, how are you doing today? Or I'm thinking of you today. Yeah, it's funny. You know, I have some bad days like everybody does. And Recently, I've had a couple of bad days that I can think about. And so during those days, you know, my kids are all grown and gone now. So the day can be long and lonely when my husband's at work. And there was a day that I kept reaching out to people via phone because I just needed connection, right? Right. And it was like the first four people I called, like, you know, I'm busy right now. Can I call you back? Including my husband. And, you know, I wasn't angry, but I was like, I really could use somebody to talk to right now. But I felt that vulnerability of like, I didn't want to say that to them. And then I remember after like the fourth phone call, I'm like, wow, everybody's busy. Nobody has time for me. And I started to sink into that feeling of like, oh my goodness. And so people didn't know that I was reaching out because I I needed connection and to talk to somebody because I wasn't feeling good at all. I was very sad. And I just decided, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go for a walk. And so I grabbed my dogs and we went went into the woods and we were walking and three of the four people called me back, (laughs) which made me feel great. And, you know, those are, it's simple, right? It's just like letting people know. And also in that story that I'm sharing is it's okay to admit that when you're not okay and let people know and say, you know, I just need to talk to somebody right now Mm -hmm. because on any given day we go through things. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think for those people who may not feel comfortable to reaching out to others or don't necessarily have that special someone they can reach out to, finding a rock or even writing a message on a rock and leaving it for someone can make you feel better. Absolutely. And that's how it started for me. It was like I was giving to others the message that I needed myself. And that's something very therapeutic in that Mm -hmm. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Someone's thinking of you. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing another amazing story. Roberta will be a recurring guest on Conversation Podcast because she has many great stories to share from project members. So I just want to thank you again for coming in. And I didn't get to do this with you the last time. So I have a card deck here with pictures of kindness rocks on the back. If you could just randomly pick one and whatever it is you can read. It says, let yourself be silently drawn by the stronger pull of what you really love. Oh, is that a good message for you? A very good one, yes. 
It is. Oh, well, now you can bring that home and put that on your desk as a reminder. I will. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Roberta. That was Roberta Cannon, and this is Kindversations. Thank you so much for listening to this week's version of Kindversations. If you want to learn more about the Kindness Rocks Project, you can visit thekindnessrocksproject.com or follow us on Instagram at the Kindness Rocks Project, Facebook, or on Twitter at the Kindness Rock because there were not enough letters to add project to that. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, and we'll have a new conversation next week.